It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right. Uh, all right, everyone. It's NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne, Ryan Cull here, uh, audio and video. Uh, I'm in Canada. Remotely. Remote in Canada. Getting in real. I'm watching. I'm able to watch the games in real time, which is nice. Uh, being yeah, able to stay up. international podcast. This it is very international in Canada. Uh, lots of lots of NFL stuff going on. The games are on at eight o'clock, which is always nice to be able to watch. We've got the game Thursday night, which we're going to get into. Uh, San Francisco and the Titans. Uh, big NFL news, though. I mean, obviously, COVID, man. It, this is, it this is. Just... It is just ravaging. Uh, my fantasy teams have taken such a hit. Like, my team in our league is what, like, 13 and 2. Yeah. Like, five starters have been wiped off the map. And you're going like against the guy. So, you're going against a guy, Martin, in our league, who has, like, Jonathan Taylor, the Patriots defense. Unbelievable. He's, he's one of those guys you're just, you're watching him at this sort of the at sort of the end of the season. You're like, this, it's going to be trouble because when you got Jonathan Taylor moving in and that Pat's D, especially against Buffalo, it's going to be Unless, tough. Yeah. Fournette, Fournette, Eckler, Tyree Kill. I think there's one more, so hopefully they're going to be okay because Omicron is like diet COVID. It is you know, it sort of it doesn't have the doesn't have the full punch. Of yes, COVID, so I'm hoping they're going to be back. Yeah, I, what, someone was reading that. What I see that uh, they should get Netflix to run uh, the Omicron virus because nothing lasts three seasons uh, yeah. with Netflix. <laughs> That's so joke. yeah, joke. Um, but okay. we got lots of games going on. A big the, the real sad thing, Vincent Jackson. I, I don't know if you read that. Uh, man, when they did his well, autopsy, he died a couple years ago though. Yeah, but it was, yeah, all, he was, it was an just alcoholic. Yeah. yeah, it's just sad. I mean, when you start looking at players and just sort of that dovetail down into how this sort of dissipation of oh, you know, when you don't have football, you don't have the league. It's it's really unfortunate, really sad for. It's, it's tough, you know, when you go from being on top and then you have to go. You know, to be one of the schmucks like us. Yeah, well, we know? that's just how we've been. Exactly like us from on top to just being schmucks. Um, other sort of NFL news. I mean, look, it's, there's some big games. We don't... Going into the playoffs is nice having this. Nice around Christmas. Christmas games tonight. Boxing Day games. Very exciting. Ditch the family, man. That's exciting. I do like the Christmas game. I think it's really beneficial for us because you get it really late where everyone's kind of tired. So if you're like, do you mind if I watch football by 10 o'clock? They're like, I don't give a shit what you do. Exactly. Presents time. are open. Baby's asleep. The tryptophan and the turkey's kicking in. The good thing is the Christmas games are on here in North America. They're on at 4.30 and 8. Um, and since I quit drinking, I'm, I'll be on edibles. Watch- so. Yeah, <laughs> I remember watching myself win my fantasy league on Christmas Day. It was an unbelievable experience. So I hope someone has another Christmas miracle. Best uh, Christmas ever. Best. Oh, it was great. It the was best great. Christmas ever. Well, let's get in. Let's start talking about these games because we've got, uh, obviously, fantasy is a big thing for a lot of people. COVID not, not happening, not really good. Uh, but we've got a great game tonight. Thursday night game, San Francisco 49ers who are 8-6 and six, visiting the Tennessee Titans who are 9 and five Tennessee hoping to get a bunch of their players back. Um, the line in this one is three point favorites for the 49ers. 44 and a half points is the over under in this one. Um, you have to start looking about sort of Debo and Kittle, just the damage that these two, two these two guys do. Um, and Tennessee, you know, just from having the Derrick Henry who was leading and rushing to having all these wide receivers, they've been just sort of limping along, getting into the playoffs, hoping to get everyone back in time. Uh, but is Shanahan the genius? Is he gonna is he gonna master this and, and take down Tennessee? Ever since I've talked shit about him, he's been unbelievable. Uh, mm-hmm. It's your off. fault. It's, you know what? It really just it fits my brand. Yeah. Um, but to me, like Tennessee's now lost. Julio Jones is out for the year. Um, so they're sitting on this like, and even if they cut him next year, it's like fourteen million off their cap. Mm-hmm. So it's just that was looking like, like everyone was just like, "What a genius trade!" AJ yeah, Brown and Julio Jones—they have not 
played together. They played together like three games this year. Yeah. You know, that, and the, to me, it's just Niners coming into them. They're too injured. And Ryan Tannehill isn't the quarterback that can of like make up for that. He's yeah. not the guy that's going to put you on the back and say, don't worry, guys, I got this. Um, they lost to the Jets. So Yeah, J-E-T-S. To me, this is you going against one of the hottest teams in football right now who can run it. Debo Samuel might be the first wide receiver to ever lead his team in rushing mm-hmm. in NFL history, which would be hilarious. It's, it's, it's almost as bad as Fitz leading his team in rushing last year with Miami, which is yeah, no, exactly. an embarrassing statistic. So I'm going to go Niners. I think they're just the hot team. You play the hot team. Tennessee, even though they beat Pittsburgh, did they, they lost to Pittsburgh last year. Did they beat Pittsburgh? Either way, uh, they lost to Pittsburgh, game. but they, they yeah. committed a lot of mistakes, and that was the problem, and it was a lot of turnovers. You know, Pittsburgh they're took advantage of that. So you just got to stop making the mistakes, stop dropping the ball. But you know, they were able to run the ball a bit with Foreman. Yeah, but, so they put up 13 points against Pittsburgh. You're now going up against an even maybe harder defense with Bosa, who's playing on, on out of his mind right now. So I'm going to go with the Niners to win this pretty easily. I'm going to go uh, 27 to 20. 27-20. I also have the 49ers to score 27, but I have the uh, Titans to score 26. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, if A.J. Brown you know, comes back, we're going to see who's going to be hit by virus. But A.J. Brown, I think it's going to be a big difference in this one. Uh, but I, again, 49ers is going to be back and forth. It's going to be tight. I think it's going to the first half is going to start slow, like a lot of these games, and then get in. But I've got 27-26 down to the wire. I think it's going to be an exciting game. It starts at 8 o'clock Eastern time, mid, I guess 1 a.m. In, in the U.K. Yeah, 1.20. Uh, 120. I will be up watching it here. Uh, that'll be a good game. Uh, big games, aside from the Pro Bowl, which we're all excited for. I think everyone saw the Pro Bowl and said, this is great. Can't wait to watch that. Um, but this is our Pro Bowl, Christmas Day, 420 or 430, I guess, 9 o'clock in the UK. Uh, it's Cleveland Browns, 7-7. Seven and seven. Uh, Green Bay Packers, 11-3. Green Bay is 8-point favorites. The over-under is 44.5. Green Bay, you know, look, JT Huntley, uh, man, a lot of people are going to be wanting this kid next year. Stepping up for wow, Lamar. That's, that's, we've all been down this. Guy has one good game. No, he's, he's, the, he's, the, he's the new hot thing. Everyone wants him. Uh, but uh, Cleveland, I think the big thing is they're getting a lot of guys back from injury now. They're sort of slowly. Baker should be back. Is he going to be fully healthy? Yeah. Kareem Hunt should be back. Jarvis Landry coming back. And then you've got that Cleveland defense, which slowly is starting to return. They're starting to get. They're starting to put the sacks. Garrett's starting to come together. You know, it's 7-7. Seven and seven, You wonder... You know, Green Bay, who sort of has been Aaron Rodgers keeping them in it, and obviously he's out of the MVP conversation because <coughs> Vaxi. But is this something where Cleveland maybe has a Not chance? Really. He can still, he can totally. Still. I think he's torched. I think he's torched his MVP. Talk. I think Cleveland's going to keep this close uh, for a couple of reasons. I think they're they're pissed. I think coming off that COVID game where ninety percent of the team was out. To me, I don't think an angry Baker Mayfield is anyone I'm afraid of. I still mm-hmm. think the Packers win. I think they're the better team. They have a better defense. Baker is literally, like he's thrown like 15 touchdowns this year. Yeah. It's just been absolutely mediocre. I just don't think, even with the weapons, Green Bay now, with with that loss by the Bucks, they got that opening for number one. So you got to win out now to get that number one seed. So it goes through. Mm-hmm. Let's get the hot. Let's get the Tampa Bay back in Green Bay again for another shot. Yeah. Um, so I think Green Bay's just Rogers is just. Yeah, I think he's going to wrap up the MVP. To be honest with you, in a couple of weeks, he just looks awesome. He's on fire. So I think he wins this. But I think it's going to be close. Twenty six, twenty three. 
I've also got it as a close game. Again, I don't think Rodgers. I think the whole Vax thing and him and his whiny toe. Uh, I think uh, it's people are over it. Um, but I think this is going to be close, and I think Cleveland needs to keep this close. But again, the difference is Rodgers. Um, he does step up and, you know, it makes that big difference. And that that is really what an MVP does. Um, but it's tough. But I've got 28-24. to 24. I think it'll be a good game. Cleveland really needs to do something. And... You know, but it's going to be tough in Green Bay, uh, getting the motivation. The Cleveland's best thing is get the double-headed uh, Chubb and Hunt going again because that's that's where you can really do it. And if you could just power and pot- do through that and just grind it, Green Bay's going to get down. Maybe Bakhtari comes back, but, you know, again, you know, he's missing. Rodgers is still missing a lot of tools there. So, you know, if they don't get those back, it's going to be difficult. Another great game on Christmas. Uh, this one will be at 1 in the morning, I guess, around uh, UK time. Indianapolis Colts, 8-6 and six against the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray could not throw it over the Detroit Lions. What an inspired game, the Detroit Lions, last week. The Cardinals are now 10-4. Uh, this line was four and a, or one and a half, I guess. Uh, 49 and a half points is the over-under in this one. Um, I think a lot of people shocked, obviously, uh, Detroit beating Arizona last week but you know you've got this Indianapolis Colts team who's doing well but at eight and six their biggest enemy is themselves um so you sort of look and go can they get everything together here you know you look at the pressure that they put on and that's this this defense that the Colts is able to put on the pressure um you know the Cardinals at home can they can they survive this and and thrive in it yeah, this is where now it's like all the people who've been like the Cliff Kingsbury haters, um, like myself, who are just feeling like vindicated, like, oh, here we go. Here comes the collapse here. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it just feels like losing Hopkins, it, it's such a big loss because AJ Green is not going to be able to pick up that slack. Kirk and Moore are just kind of like gadget players. Mm-hmm. And it really makes Connor's job even harder because now Connor is less effective. So losing Hopkins just basically affected the whole offense and every aspect of it. And it's just one that I don't think um, at that Kyler can just put the team on his back like, like mm-hmm. other quarterbacks can. Because, you know, it just that game against Detroit really worries me. And I think especially that they're going to be going into real physical games in their division. They need this one desperately and the Colts are in this position where they can't really lose they need Mm -hmm. to keep winning so it's such a tough game I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the Cardinals to win just because just because I think Kyler's better than Wentz and Wentz even against you know beating the Patriots he threw completed five passes like this is a guy who unless Jonathan Taylor just runs it up and down the field on them. Like he can't throw throw it for the win. So I'm going to go with Kyler, who can. He's the better quarterback in a really close scoring game. Um, I'm going to go 27-26 cards. Yeah, I've got it pretty much close as well. Um, you know, I, I also I think I want to get the over under on how many times they say uh, they do a play on Carson Wentz and Wentzless. Uh, King Wentzless, because I've heard it before, and it's annoying, yeah. and it seems that they use it. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a close one. It's Indianapolis has got some some great defense. They can't here. compare him to a good football player. No, guy. exactly, and he's not a savior <laughs> to anyone, and and no one would want him at the birth of their child. But um, yeah. look, the um, the Cardinals get the big big difference. They got to be at home, and this is something where you sort of go, look, guys, we got to put this together, man. Like we we've had some good wins, but this Detroit loss is just embarrassing. They're going to have to win. smell the blood in the water. Yeah. But the Colts are in the NFC. Yeah. And you could, and you, you, you could see that. And you sort of look, when you see that loss last week, you go, geez, they could go in the playoffs and be done in the first game. 
You know, if Detroit can do that. Uh, but the Colts really have a lot. I think Colts are going to be very uh, fired up in this one. Um, but again, it comes down to the Colts. Their biggest enemy is themselves. They end up beating themselves. So I could see them doing it in this game. I got it 30 to 28. Glo- uh, great game. Boxing. I got Arizona winning 30 to 28. Yeah, just Arizona. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think it will be close. I think it will be good. Exciting. I will be up for it, although uh, I'd probably be four edibles deep, so it's going to be a crazy game. Uh, In Canada, baby. Uh, Let's go into Boxing Day. Boxing Day, great day of sports in the UK. Uh, I won't be there. Not just for soccer. Not just for soccer. Everything is on. It's uh, going to be lots of things. Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, Since uh, the Omicron sucks and you guys can all go out again, hit the Sports Bar and Grill in Clapham and Old Street. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Book ahead though folks because uh, you can book a table get your own tv your own screen it's great um so the games are going to be exciting on boxing day uh lots of games that are going on the first one we'll talk about this is a chance for the bucks to solidify and take the afc south uh or nfc south it's the bucks at 10 and 4 visiting cam i'm back uh, and he's not because he hasn't won since then. Five and no, ten. He is back. He's back, he's back to being. He's back the, to being the terrible Shiza. that we that everyone expected him to be. Now the Tampa Bay box obviously he is oh, back. Is uh, you lose Godwin gone, and it's pretty much that's he's, he's going to be a free agent next year, so he's gone next year anyway. Um, and then you're getting you got AB maybe coming back, and he's teamed up with Le'Veon Bell. It's the old Steeler team. Um, we know who knows who knows with Tom Brady and all these guys if they're able to put it together. But the Carolina Panthers cannot stop a run. So, you know, you're wondering with Fournette and uh, the COVID, Ronald Jones, uh, what they're able to do here. But Tom Brady, obviously, this is his first shutout ever. And seeing angry Tom Brady, when you're looking, it was a funny meme. Go ahead. Yeah, that whole thing about, like, the Bears player can just stare at the sideline. Yeah, and he can go, go fuck yourself. Go go fuck yourself. Yeah, it was so infuriating. It it is... That is everything everyone's been yelling at for years. That all the all the naysayers are just like, oh, you're just paranoid. Mm-hmm. You're just paranoid. That is what we've been talking about. The guy is classless. Like yeah. he's always been classless. He's personified as this like ambassador of the game. He is like everything in, other than being great at it. Yeah. Sports one being a sportsman, he is the worst. And he embarrasses himself week in, week out. Every Bears fans know this. Habit. We've seen it. But, uh, yeah, 11-point favorites in this one. That was when you see him go fuck yourself and the angry, and you're like, whoa, no so many other players, no flag, and so many other no players flag. just looking, or a clap, it's $10,000, you know, $10,000 fine. Maybe they're just saying, like, I guess you can't get a taunting, fa- taunting penalty when you're getting shut out. Because <laughs> it's like, what are you taunting about? Yeah, people? taunting. Yeah, well, we're losing more, so we're the better losers. Um, either or, me, it's... Yeah. It's it, Carolina. Godwin, that Godwin injury is so big. It's like, massive yeah, for the playoffs. Fournette's out for the next mm-hmm. three weeks. Luckily, they have such an easy schedule. They'll be able to win the win out pretty easily. But ha- and having Antonio Brown comes out, so he's going to be huge in like the fantasy playoffs yeah. for people who've been just waiting for him to come. Um, I think Brady's going to be able to really just pick him apart. Again, Carolina's awful. If they even play Cam, I don't know what they're doing. Just play Darnold. Yeah. He's better. Mm-hmm. Even if he's he can't be as bad as Cam's going. This experiment has failed. Yeah, it's no, exactly. Cam. Um, Bucks just are just going to be, even this, I think they're going to be too strong, but they're not going to put up 30. I think they'll put up 27 uh, to 14, I say. I've got it 28 13, so pretty much close there. Uh, I can see them covering this 11 points. Brady, I mean, 
Angry Brady used to be a scary thing, but Angry Brady is not as scary as he used to be anymore. Um, but still, they, they need this. This is an easy win. You know, you don't have the you know, McCaffrey. You don't have any of it. Hubbard might be able to get some running. Um, but the Bucks defense needs to really step up here, and they will. Carolina is sort of flat, and I think the, the postseason is, is beckoning there at a 5-10 record. I've got it 28-13. Uh, another big Boxing Day game we have here is the New York Giants, who are four and ten. They got a defense, and they got the big neck of Mike Glennon, uh, but they don't have Daniel Jones. Uh, and they are facing the Philadelphia Eagles. <clears throat> Philadelphia had over 540 running yards against Washington last week. Uh, Jalen Hurts and company—they're seven and seven. They're ten-point favorites in this one. Eagles are starting to look good, although in that division where Dallas is sort of running over everyone, you sort of go. You know, Jalen Hurts is looking good, even though everyone's talking about he'll probably be gone off the team next year. Um, Giants, do they have any chance with Jake Fromm, uh, who uh, can't throw Jake, the ball more than five yards, Bills, it looks like. Off the Bills practice squad. So, yeah, to me, this is like an easy bet. I think, well, the, lot, the only difference is, is last time, uh, Jalen Hurts' worst game of the year came against the Giants. We had mm-hmm. that just awful game. We were just throwing picks all over the place. Um, but I think the fact that they're 7-7, seven and seven, you saw some teams falling off like – the Seahawks losing. I think they can sniff the playoffs. And I think it's for someone like Jalen Hurts, if he gets into the playoffs when everyone was pretty mm-hmm. much expecting top five pick, I think why would you get rid of him if he can get you to the playoffs? So I yeah. think it's a big game for him. He's got to get it going. They, they can't really be stopped. And unfortunately, Jake Fromm's going to be doing lots of turnovers. Oh, yeah. Three and out. So I think this is an easy bet. Um, I'm going to go Eagles 30, Giants 13. I, you know, I think this Giants defense can keep him in. I, Philadelphia, I can see winning, but 10 points to me is a lot. I, I maybe had it at 7 when I, was, when I was looking at the line. So I've got it 24 to 17. I don't see it being that high. You know, it's an, Philadelphia had an emotional win off of the Washington last week. You're f- facing this Giants team, but Giants are pretty good up the middle. The one thing I will say, I think that Dallas Goddard will have a good game. You know, they've been the Giants are really weak against tight ends, so I can see him using Goddard a lot, running the ball. But again, you know, the 400 or 500 yards that they had, and you know, Miles Sanders still will be disappointed. He's a fantasy bust for anyone who had him at the start mm-hmm. uh, and continued to or gain well or whatever. Uh, the biggest rushing guy on that team is Jalen Hurts, and he's the one who gets the yeah. touchdown. So I've got it 24-17. Uh, another big game we've got. It's the L.A. Chargers, man. Very tight game. What a tight loss against, um, you know, had they won the coin flip against the Chiefs, this they could have won this game last week. Um, they're 8-6, and six and they're facing Houston, who are 3-11. and And Davis Mills is not as horrible as people thought, maybe. Uh, Brandon Cooks is the shining light for anyone who had him in fantasy. Um, you just feel bad for this guy putting up points. You're like, how did he get so many points when there's nothing really there? Uh, but the no, Chargers, he's been quite good. He's been good, good, but it's just having anyone to good. throw to him. Eckler looks like yeah. he is going to be covidity. Uh, a few other guys on the team could be out as well. Um, Bosa maybe as well. So you know, COVID ripping through LA. Uh, get your vax. Um, well, it is Thursday, so there's still a good chance that yeah, be okay. there's a chance he can he can make, especially with Omicron. Uh, being about as weak as the Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Um, what are you as thinking of this weak one? As, as weak as Urban Meyer's authority. <laughs> yeah, as, as weak as, as, as Urban Meyer's excuses. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said she was, no, Urban, just no. Just don't even start with that, Urban. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this feels like a great bet. I'm betting this on the weekend. 10 points against Houston, the Chargers being the hot team, mm-hmm. knowing that they have to stay within the division. Um to me, this is a no-brainer. I'm going to take this bet all day. Davis Mills, 
even though they're, they're going to be the thing is you can run against the Chargers, you can't pass against them. Yeah. And Houston doesn't have a great running game, and they don't have a great passing game. So if they can just basically force them to pass with their offense, that they should take this easily. I think Houston's admirable. Davis Mills mm-hmm. is trying to kind of fight, but there's no way they're going to keep him. Um, next year as a starter no matter what he does so I'm going with Chargers to win this easily uh, 34 to 17 yeah, I've got it. I've got it. Thirty-three twenty. It's uh, the Chargers. Really, they. This is at eight and six now. You sort of have to to get that definition going. Spread that gap, as I've seen on a. I think it was Pornhub. But that you've got to get. You got to get this definition and separation going, which I think that they will. Thirty-three to twenty here. Uh, Houston um, is not. It's just gonna. This is too much for them. Speaking of too much. Uh, it's uh, Detroit at two eleven and one uh, at Atlanta, who's six and eight. Atlanta's six point favorites in this one. Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions is this everyone's favorite news story of December I don't know (laughs) I'm I'm you know you always felt bad and and people with Patrick and and sort of going oh man if they could get it together and they're playing with joy and you know for everyone saying yeah Goff it wasn't working he man he's bust he's been busting his ass you know the, the Detroit Lions defense is stepping up all of these wide receivers out of nowhere is stepping up this sort of sad sack story of this Lions team has been inspiring, and, and the win last week over the Cardinals was a surprise and great, but you've got this Atlanta team, and you sort of go, could they do it again? But then you, the COVIDity is really starting to hit across the Lions as well, wondering if they'll be able to get players back, because Goff is off, and a few other people as well. So the line is sort of up, but it's at six points now for Atlanta. Yeah, it feels like if Goff's not playing, there's no way you could pick Detroit. I think Tim Boyle! Tim Boyle! Or they used to have what they they used to have that guy Blau just Blau yeah no it's boiling the Blau like the sound of vomit yeah um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Atlanta I think just that they need to win out to make the playoffs mm-hmm. so this is to do or die the one thing is like I've read that Kyle Pitts is like on pace to break the receiving record for a rookie but he's had the the most unimpressive record breaking mm-hmm. first year I think I've ever seen like he gets like 60 yards a game and that's about it. Like yeah. One touchdown. It's, it's been a weird year, but yet he's somehow on pace to break the record. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, okay, sure. Um, I'm going to go, if Goff was playing, I'd pick Detroit to cover, but I'm going to go with Falcons to cover just because if Goff's out, Matt Ryan should be able to take care of business with Cordrell Patterson. They're going to be able to score. So I'm going to go 27, uh, 20. I, you know, I've got it. It's one of these game lines you just got to watch. But I actually like Detroit just to keep it because their defense is is plucky. And they keep themselves in it. And, you know, they're in a dome. So that, that should be good. Atlanta, I mean, they're, they're playoffs. They're trying to make the playoffs. But they also could be out, you know, if, if Atlanta's... Well, if they uh, lose, they're pretty much out. Yeah, and I mean, so. it's just it's just sort of, you know, it's on life support. And you're sort of going, he's, he's, his eyes moved. Did you see that? Did you see? No, he's, he's, he's on life support. He's going to die. Um, I've got it 20 to 18, only because I think it's going to be low scoring and Detroit can keep it in. I would like if, if Goff is in and they can get some of the Detroit players back... I'm going to switch this, and I, I could like to see a Detroit win in this one. Uh, Corderell Patterson, yeah, he's he's doing everything for him. Too bad they didn't nominate him for a Pro Bowl because uh, it seems like he should have, him and Matt Stafford. Yeah, but right? anyway, you sort of go, wow, Corderell Patterson was the team of Atlanta. To me, he was a big Pro Bowl snub, but the Pro Bowl means nothing anyway. I think SpongeBob is playing it this year. Big game, AFC North, this one. Uh, Baltimore, 8-6. and six. Cincinnati, 8-6. and six. Last time these two teams played... Uh, Joe Burrow went off and just destroyed them with over 40 points. Uh, and they were all over them. This time, though, 
uh, Baltimore's missing a lot of their secondary. But Baltimore was able to keep it tight against the Green Bay, who made a lot of mistakes. Uh, Cincinnati, JB, his finger, are they ready? They got the running game. Is this a game where Cincinnati can really just sort of put the, the boot on the throat and say, I'm going to the playoffs? Yeah, because John, John Harbaugh the last two weeks is just, he's been the, the he's been watching way too much ana- money ball, way mm-hmm. too much analytic stuff, because he's just like, we're going for it every time. And at the end of the year, if they end up losing the playoffs by a game, you're going to look back at those two plays in those last two weeks and be like, maybe you got Justin Tucker, the best kicker of all uh, time, yeah. yet you're putting it in the hands of, of Hundley. It's mm-hmm. just, to me, it just doesn't make sense. So those are real big gambles that could come back to pay. I think Bengals are going to win this. I think Joe Burrow, they got their number. They have more weapons. Uh, Joe Mixon looks great. I think they're at home, which is going to benefit them. And I just think the Ravens have just had too many injuries, too much. And I think it will be close. I'm going to go Bengals 27-24. 27-24. You got it close. I don't see this as being close. I think this is going to be a smoke and blowout. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to destroy them. Uh, I, I got points of plenty. Of, I got 38-20. I think it's going to be points. It's just going to be crazy points. If you're going to bet in fantasy, this is the one. These two teams hate each other. And Baltimore just having so many injuries in that secondary, this is a chance for them. So, you know, they're going to scramble around. But Cincinnati, I think, is just they've had enough of these tight losses over the past little bit. When you started that record really strong, and then you see it fall apart. So I've just got them throwing a beat down. 38-20, big one. It's the last of our six o'clock games we have. It's the LA Rams who are ten and four, uh, still you know the COVIDity struggling, and they're visiting the Minnesota Vikings seven and seven. How about those Vikings? Uh, Minnesota, uh, even though the Bears uh, they beat the Bears last week, even though the Bears basically triple scored them in yards. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins took uh, everything in his power to just to to make everyone be like, yeah, this is prime time Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like, it was just uh, the the perfect example of why. Everyone is on, just hates Kirk Cousins. Well, it's also, you look at the Bears. We shut down the running game of Minnesota last week. Dalvin Cook was getting nothing. It was a frustrating game as a Bears fan to watch because obviously you're watching this and going, we beat this, we beat them. Look at the yeah. stats, we beat them. And we still lost. Part of refing, uh, but just dumb. Uh, well, but listen, now you got- every, every game is part of refing now. Like the yeah. refs have just, if, that, if there's any storyline about this season other than COVID, it's the refs. It's got, yeah, and there's got to be some of this addressing where it's like you, you just can't, we keep saying, oh, bad refs. When is the league going to, if we actually, and I think after the season, we can start putting together a sort of a, a timeline of going, look at all the bad refings per games and what's going to happen. And when you start looking at it and go, Jesus, this was this was a bad year of bad refing. Yeah. And you sort of go, why? You know, I don't, I don't understand this. But the Rams, three-point favorites in this one. Um, you know, Cooper Cup, who is just playing phenomenal. Uh, you've got Jalen Ramsey in this one, Justin Jefferson. Exciting game. Um, and, you, you know, it's... LA again the refing against Seattle last week you sort of go that was close you know <laughs> that could have been a close there were some bad calls in this one as well um you've got minute so you know three point favorites it's in Minnesota 49 and a half points over under I'm gonna say it right off the get-go I'm calling for a Minnesota win in this one I think Minnesota Ooh. beats them I think Minnesota I find, beats them in this one I I can see that the thing is I find that Minnesota what they do is they play to the caliber of their opponents always. Mm-hmm. So if their opponent's shit, Minnesota's going to play shit. If their opponents are really good, they're going to shoot it out with them. It's such a weird, weird philosophy to play football by. But yeah, um, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think Minnesota can win this. I think they're desperate. I think, um, and I, I think I'm with you on this one. I think they're going to 
take this one in a high score game, 30-27. I think with Davin Cook and Jefferson, they're just going to be able to keep up. And it just feels in Minnesota, they're just going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, and I've I've got it. You know, I've got it thirty to twenty eight. My my big thing, I think, in this one, <clears throat> because you got Jalen Ramsey's going to take out Justin Jefferson. So, but what if Adam Thielen comes back? Which they're saying he could be coming back. Then you got a problem <laughs> because Adam Thielen is going to open up all new things in the field, and you've got enough of this, you know, Conklin enough happening here that to me, I I, I kept saying this all season. The Colts in Minnesota are teams you don't want to face because they have enough talent, but they screw themselves up all the time. But when they play well. They can mess up your chances. And the Rams have been playing sort of up and down football. Minnesota needs knows they need to win. They're at home. And although LA is good at shutting down a run, I think this is going to be a very exciting game. But I got Minnesota winning it. And LA sort of going, wow, we're 10-5 and five now. What the hell is going on? We go into our 4 o'clock games in the UK Wait, again. You did, you did miss one 6 o'clock game. Which one did I miss uh, again? A very important one. Oh, a Buffalo. Maybe the most important. Oh, oh, I've got two actually. We got Jacksonville and the Jets. I've, there's two yeah, sick at yeah. one o'clock. I forgot that. We'll we'll go to Buffalo and yeah, I forgot. You you don't like that? It's an uncomfortable one. We can uh, do the Jets one. Quickly. Let's do the let's Jets do first because uh, this is exciting. Uh, Urban Meyer. Robert Salah's gone. There's Robert no Salah. Uh, yeah, he's gone. Uh, he's, they have about like twenty guys either COVID or injured. It's gonna be it's, to me it's, the house of a Jaguars win. Well, you'd think so, but then it's a Jaguars. So. Two and a, the two and twelve Jags. Yeah. Uh versus sure. the three and eleven. Uh the Jets open at three and a half. Uh the line has been changing. Forty one and a half points over under. As you say, Covidity, injuries. You don't have any of your best wide receivers in this game. Michael Carter will be back, but you know, he didn't look like he was really going. But Jacksonville, as we know, has a great against the run defense. James Robinson is awesome, so we just wonder if they're gonna get him going. I think it's a low-scoring game uh, in in New York. So, yeah. what do you what do you see in this one? I think so. I think it's going to be low-scoring, but I think the Jags are going to win. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to outplay Zach Wilson um, with just because of James Robinson. I think he's the difference maker. I think the Jets with no coach, they got no real plan. They have no weapons. It's just going to be tough. And it always feels like that team that has the number one pick does everything in their power to lose it yeah. around this time. Uh, so, because players don't really care about that stuff, so I'm going to go with the Jags with the, their first win without Urban Meyer. Okay, um, and I go 2017. 2017. I've got it a very close game as well. I got it 21 to 20, um, and that's the the Jets winning by one point, only because I think Jacksonville can s- screw up everything. And who knows? You know, you're you're number one in the draft pick now, so maybe there's let's see if we can no, build the team. Don't care about that. We saw it last year with the Jets. We saw it, but time, uh, just... but this is this is the Jaguars. They seem to care about crap. Uh, so I've got it twenty-one to twenty uh, for the Jets, and I think the Jaguars are covered. But just for some reason, I just see the Jets at home. Just even with missing everyone, just able to put together a one-point win over these uh, tough turds. Okay, we'll go to the other one o'clock game, and this is the one you really excited about: the AFC North. It's the Buffalo Bills <laughs> and New England Patriots, and we we want to check the weather. Because uh, weather played a really yeah. big role last time. Can you throw the ball? Now, it looks like it's going to be uh, around 5 to 7 degrees uh, in in uh, in New England. Um, so that should be all right. And uh, at least you will get the ball passing. 8 and 6 Buffalo. 9 and 5 New England. Uh, and they're two and a half point favorites in this one. No, it feels like we finally, hopefully, we finally get to see the game we were promised. Well, mm-hmm. I want to see Matt Jones pass. I want the Bills to have to force Mac Jones to pass. I think, you know, we've lost Cole Beasley to COVID, which I yeah. think we also Oh, he's not vaccinated? 
no. Really? No. Come on, Cole. Don't worry, he's going to yell it out of his system. He's immunized, though. He's immunized, though, I hope. Yeah. Um, But again, I think this is a great opportunity for Buffalo. I think they're angry. I think that they didn't get to play the game they wanted to play. They can pass it on this team. They even showed it in that win. They were able to move it on them. I think that just they're the more desperate team. I think they're going to make Matt Jones throw it. They're not going to go down 14 nothing. They're not going to get run on like they did last time in that weather. Uh, so I think the Bills are going to be able to pull this off. I'm going to say uh, 24 to 20. Yeah, the one thing I sort of noticed in that game is, you know, obviously Bill Belichick's doing his thing and frustrating, but the Buffalo Bills were able to sort of second half make adjustments and make plans. Let's not forget this Buffalo defense. I mean, aside from Tom Brady, they've been they've just devastating offenses. And it's very difficult to get things across on this Buffalo defense. Um I think this is the time that they all step up, they make the adjustments, they say Buffalo knows that they have to and win then, this one. And they've got more they just got more talent. You can shut down think, digs. Yeah, and from watching like the watching the Colts game, if you look at what they did, they got out to a twenty nothing lead and they had to force Mac Jones to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of ended up winning them the game because they were able to get because Carson Wentz couldn't do anything to help it, but make Mac Jones beat you. Don't give him a lead because he hasn't been able to come back when he's down. So that's that's the game plan. That's what you have to do. Come out strong, get points. Yeah, and and Josh Allen's been been faking everyone out by wearing that boot. So, oh my foot. Oh my foot. But uh he's he's been playing a little Rodgers to get to get to Bill Belichick. I've got it 21 to 18. I think it's gonna be low scoring, but Buffalo wins 21-18. We move to the four o'clock games now, the late games in uh in the UK, four o'clock here in uh, in in North America. My Bears are playing Chicago, at Seattle. Uh, four and ten Bears at Seattle. Five and nine. Uh, it is official. The Seahawks will have a losing record this year. Yes, uh, they will not be able first to win. Time ever. Uh, they are, sport. however, uh, seven point favorites over the Bears. Uh, I'm spoiler alert. I got the Bears winning this one. I think the Bears are going to yeah. win. Um, but uh, I am big on this one, even though Chicago made a whole bunch of mistakes last week. Still outplayed them, outgained them, and I think we got a better team. Yeah, I, I, it's it's tough to say. I think it, it feels like this is the the end of the. We're, I'm watching the Beatles thing. It feels like we're watching the last album yeah. we're making together. Falling but, off the roof of the record store. Unfortunately, <laughs> this this one is a diabolical album. Yeah, putting uh, yeah, it feels like this is all going to break up. I think. Russ is done. I think mentally they're checked out. I think the Bears are going to want to prove something. So I think you're right. I think this is an upset. I'm going to go Bears. I'm not even playing Russell Wilson anymore in fantasy. Can't do it. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, Bears to win this 21-17. So I got it 24 to 20. Uh, th- you know, look again. We outplayed Minnesota last week. Justin Fields is now starting. We're starting to get his back, but he's starting to look like he's having fun. You know, there's a bit more. He's not crying on the sidelines. I think that there's a bit more, <laughs> which is always a good sign. Yeah, and I, you know, we're starting to look at our look at our defense. We got some guys coming back. We've got some injuries. Guys coming back from injuries. So Hicks is back, and look what we did. Like Dalvin Cook did nothing last week against the Bears. So you think the running game's going to happen? They're going to put a lot of pressure. Chicago's getting healthy. You know, even at four and ten, it's going to go. We're not that bad, and I think we're going to beat them. I think we got it twenty-four to twenty. Uh, another big AFC battle a couple years ago. This one would have been great. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers who are seven six and one, at the Kansas City Chiefs who are ten and four at home in Kansas City. Kansas City is favored by ten. They're winning. The Chiefs are winning, but they're not as definitive as they used to be. They're not. You know that was a close game that they had against LA last week. Again, it was a coin toss. They still make a lot of mistakes. Um, 
Now you also have to look at people being out, Tyree Kill, Kelsey, you know, all of this COVIDity and what's going to happen with that. Um, but of course, you've also got the Pittsburgh. Uh, ben is just not looking good. Friermuth, who was looking good, unfortunately, he's had like two concussions in a short amount of time. Um, so you sort of wonder how Pittsburgh is going to actually be able to stay in this one and keep it competitive. But if Kansas City, what they're going to be able to do on themselves. Yeah, it's tough because it, because this game could completely change in a couple of days where everyone's back and it's fine. So at the moment now, if there's no Kelsey, there's no Hill, there's no that, I'm taking Pittsburgh to cover. I'm still going to take Chiefs to win, but I just think they're going to be able to be able to pass rush with four. And if Mahomes doesn't have Kelsey or Hill, mm-hmm. who's he throwing it to? No, exactly. So I think it's going to be a really close game. I'm going to say 23-20 Chiefs. Um, but I think Pittsburgh, there's no way I'm taking that 10 with all those injuries. Yeah, I, I've actually got it as 11 points. I just think that Kansas City will still win. I think they'll get a lot of really? their guys back. I've got it 31 to 20 uh, for Kansas City. I just think Pittsburgh's bad. And and the defense for Kansas City is, is the one thing that's sort of keeping them in games. So I could see them shutting down the run, putting a lot of pressure on Big Ben. I got it 31 to 20 because I think some of the guys will be back for Kansas City. They need it more. You know, Pittsburgh got that win over the over the Titans last week, but the Titans screwed up. It was the Titans' own mistakes that, that allowed that victory to happen. So I am going 31 to 20. Uh, another big AFC battle that sees the Denver uh, Broncos seven and seven visiting the seven and seven Las Vegas Raiders. Teddy Bridgewater saying could be back. Did you see the him getting knocked out? The concussion. They're back. saying they're saying, oh, he might play. No way he should play. They're saying he could clear it. Uh, that's what I was reading today. No way. It's going to be Drew Locke, probably. You, that was, yeah. you know, carted off with his neck. It's, it's always scary when you see that. Um, but you've got Las Vegas. You know, since they've lost rugs, they haven't scored more than 17 points in a game. Um, so this is, you know, Las Vegas is yeah. not the scoring threat they used to be. No. And they could barely beat a Cleveland team with like 80% of their team out. The now, Waller forever. could be back, but he hasn't practiced yet. So that's, yeah, that's also so possible. I, to me, even with Drew Locke, I think Drew Locke is at least familiar enough with this team that he can step in and be just as good as Bridgewater. I think the fact that the Broncos had the better D, just the Raiders to me just seem toast. They seem like they have nothing to play for. Um, Broncos, even though they somehow won, are still in the playoff hunt. I think the Broncos win this, but I think it's going to be a close game. 21-20, I say Broncos, but it's not going to be a good game. Oh, no, I agree with you. It's going to be a really bad game. Um, and even Red Zone, I think, will probably be blocking out part of it. But uh, I've got, I've actually got Las Vegas to win it only because it's just, it's at home. And I just, I think that Drew Locke is just, is not even, it's half as good. Um, he makes a lot of stupid mistakes, so I could see him throwing the ball away a lot. I've got it 18 to 16. Mormon wedding. Um, it's just not going to be that big. Um Next big game we've got is another big divisional one. It's Washington football team uh, six and eight against Dallas ten and four. Dallas had their number last time. Um, you know there was a quite a, quite a big difference two weeks ago. Um, you wonder if you know what's going to change. Everyone's getting some some people back from injuries, but with Washington not really having anything of sustenance or substance in their team, um, going against this Dallas team who seems to be you know on the rise, even though they're not. As definitive as, as they should be yet. Dallas is favored by ten and a half points in this one. Forty seven and a half yeah. is the over. No, I think I think division games are always close in this. And Dallas to me just doesn't seem that they should be given eleven points because mm-hmm. they haven't been with all those weapons, they still look like they're confused. Like Zeke is kind of injured. They can't get CD Lamb going at all. Yeah. Like the guy can't get touchdowns. Even you know, 
um cooper hasn't looked great that's it just it just feels a bit of a mess so i'm gonna go i think washington could actually win this but i don't think they will i think it's gonna be close i think you know heineke's done enough to show that he can keep these games close these teams know each other they fight they hate each other so you gotta take that into consideration so i'm gonna go uh 27 24 uh cowboys yeah, I'm with you on this one. Ten and a half is a lot to, to to spot the Cowboys, given with some of the play that they've put together with lately. They've just been very inconsistent with it. And, you know, I think because they blew this team out two weeks ago, there's sort of that, there's going to be sort of a chance for Washington to sort of come back, but I don't think they can replicate it. I've actually got it as 26 to 18, uh, eight points. I think that Washington can keep it in. They're not going to, maybe they can get the running game going a bit, get Gibson in. I think the passing game will struggle a bit. Um, but Washington will, uh, will keep it close, but Dallas with another win. The final game that we have of uh, week 16, uh, which a lot of people will be looking forward to, to close out your fantasy. This is another one Miami, 7 and 7, who have been playing great uh, lately with Tua, are visiting New Orleans, who are also 7 and 7s. Seven and seven, uh, favorite drink in in the South for a lot of people. If you've never had it, uh, Taysom Hill, they got their win. They're they're flying high off of beating TB12, shutting him out. No one's ever shut out Tom Brady before. They're favored by three points. And again, I'm going to throw my bold prediction. That's not true. The Bills shut out Tom Brady once in 2006. Did they? It was a great day. Okay. No, 2000, I think it was like 2001, maybe. 2001. But it has uh, happened. It has regular happened. season or preseason? Yeah, it was week one. It was week okay. One. Well, this is my I big. I got another big upset. I got Miami winning this one comfortably. Uh, even though, even though uh, New Orleans is favored by three, I think Miami is just playing really good football. New Orleans, they won. They weren't that good though. Um, so no. And I think no. Taysom Hill, he's going to struggle uh, in this one. You've also got this Miami defense. You also have Miami. A lot of guys coming back. Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki. You got a lot of talent coming back. So. You know, you've got Miami. I think that they really kind of they've got this sniff of playoffs going, and you look at they've all the wins have been coming in the past in the sort of the second half of the season. So I like them here. I like the motivation here. And I, it's you know New Orleans having that win over the Bucks. You got a bit of emotion, but I think the gas could get you out of the tank. I don't know. I think they're both equally as desperate. I think Miami's beaten up on a lot of bad teams because Buffalo's done the same thing with that same kind of group, you know, the Jacksonville, the, even though Buffalo lost Jacksonville, but the Houstons, the, mm-hmm. you know, they, they haven't had a lot of tough games. So I'm going to go with the fact that the Saints were able to shut out Brady. If you yeah. shut out Brady and you let Tua come in and light you up, like that's just not, not going to, I can't see that happen. Cameron Jordan's too good. Lattimore is going to be able to take him out. I think Sean Payton's a better coach. Um, they can sniff the playoffs as well. So I'm going to go with the Saints. But I think it's okay. going to be close. Uh, I'm going to say 23-20, the Saints win this. Uh. And I've got it Miami 20-13. to uh, I just think they're going to win. That's it for our, our Week 16, everyone. As I said, uh, Boxing Day, uh, Sports Bar and Grill, Clapham, Old Street. Everyone's going to be partying. I'll be in yeah. Canada. Stan with my house. Uh, but I will be back. And uh, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. And make sure you, you follow us. Everything, Joey, we've got some DraftKings going on. It's always fun. Uh, always listen to our podcast. Check out all our channels. And thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Stay safe and stay sane.